Welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Rice, and I've got a really cool guest for you today. His name is Aaron Marino. He has the website IamAlphaM.com, and he's here today to talk about how you can upgrade your style in a masculine way. And style is something that I'm really big into, even though I probably don't talk about it much, but uh, here in Miami Beach, it's really important to have a look that conveys confidence, that conveys uh, that you know how to dress, that you spend some time thinking about it and, and putting your wardrobe together. And like Aaron's going to tell you, it doesn't take much to look great. It just takes a few tips and no, you don't have to break the bank. Uh, he's going to give some few tips as well as where to shop and how to shop that that can save you money, as well as for you guys who are uh, big spenders out there. I mean, I, I spend a lot of money on clothes. Uh, I haven't bought anything in a while because I have a, a, a wardrobe that I'm very comfortable with. And here in Miami Beach, the weather's pretty consistently hot. So it's not like I get to really uh, get too adventurous with sweaters or you know sport jackets or anything like that. But it's very important that you have your style together. It's something that I can't recommend enough. It will upgrade your confidence. It will get people to take notice of you in a different way. And I had a great time with Aaron. He's a cool guy. And it's a little bit less heavy of a, a topic. Usually the topics are... A, you know, all about science or, or fitness or, uh, you know, getting deep into men's issues. And this, this was pretty light. I mean, it got a little heavier towards the end there, but, uh, you know, it's a practical thing that you listening right now, if you, if you just put some of the tips that he gives in this interview into place, you can upgrade your wardrobe in a way that is going to have people looking at you and thinking about you differently. So that's all I've got to say about that. It's a great interview. You're going to learn a lot. And I give you the interview with Aaron Marino. Welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Life Podcast. I am Ted Rice, and I have a great guest for you today. His name is Aaron Marino. He is a men's image consultant. He has a great YouTube channel, and you can find that and more on IamAlphaM.com or AaronMarino.com. Uh, the... I uh, will have those links up, so no need to spell it or whatever. Um, and Aaron, we were involved in a great conversation, and I'd like to continue it. And it has to do with the name of your show and what my show used to be. And we were talking about the whole alpha thing and, and how you came up with the name of your show. So, uh, so first of all, thanks for being here. Oh, Ted, thank you so much for, for having me. Big fan of the podcast. Love what you're doing. So it is an absolute pleasure. Yeah, cool, man. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. And before we get back to our conversation, uh, I, I wanted to say, you know, there's a lot of guys out there giving style information. And if you look on guilt.com or Nordstrom and, and the style books, it's like, dude, I'm never going to dress like that. That is so <laughs> too way too fashion forward. And I think a lot of guys struggle with fashion because of that. But I love your approach. It's basic, it's masculine, but it's got an edge to it. It's got style and you have uh, such great information. So thank you for being on the show. 
Thank you, Ted. That, hey, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, who is this Aaron Marino exactly. guy? This guy sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so l- let's talk about it because you have the I am alpha M.com and uh, my, my show used to be alpha man project. And uh, we were talking about like the whole idea of alpha males and how you came up with the name. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure. Uh, I used to have a fitness center and I had the opportunity to sell that. And so I was getting into starting an image consulting firm for men. The reason I wanted to do that was because it was something that I was interested in. And just like you said, I started looking online back in 2006 and really there wasn't much in terms of resources for regular guys. You know, the stuff that they're talking about in GQ and Esquire, this wasn't, this wasn't stuff that I could digest or use for myself and definitely wasn't something that my friends, my family members, my dad, guys like my uncle, they weren't looking in GQ. They just wanted basic, solid advice on, hey, what looks great? And so when I was thinking about a name, I'm like, okay, what can I name this? I want it to say that it's about men. I want it to be macho. I don't want it to be so over the top like King of the Jungle Consulting. And, um, you know, naturally when you think masculine, you know, alpha male is right there. And I thought, well, that's a little bit too in your face. What about just alpha M and a little bit more stylized? And so that's sort of what I, what I picked. And it's, it's really interesting because when, when you just hear my website, you know, when you hear I am alpha M.com or my YouTube channel is alpha M, you think that it's going to be a bunch of chest thumping, you know, machismo and just these, you know, me talking about how you can, you know, go out and, and bang chicks and stuff like that. And it's absolutely the furthest from what the content is and, and what sort of my message is. Um, but it, it's one of those things where it kind of stuck and um, it was branded. And so I, I couldn't change it, unfortunately. And so it's interesting now, though, because whenever somebody finds me and, you know, they, they see the name, they maybe start watching my video, they, they really enjoy pointing out that I'm definitely not an alpha male. And one of the beautiful things about YouTube and about a website and having an audience is that you can shape the conversation. And so really when I started thinking about what does it mean to be an alpha male, um, you know, classically or, or I guess, it, you know, cl- when you think alpha male, you think of somebody who's tall, statuesque, they've got a presence, they're domineering, they are just coming in a room and they are making their presence known. And I really started to look at our society and look what's going on and realize that, you know, I think that the advantage, the person that is really going to be be successful in today's world is somebody who possesses different characteristics, somebody who's in touch with their emotions, somebody who's, um, you know, not putting anybody down, they're lifting other people up. And it's just something where I decided that I think I can uh, talk a little bit more and change the conversation. And so... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> cool, man. And and I love it. And yeah, uh, but I think you missed a, a great opportunity that the king of the jungle consulting with a gorilla, <laughs> with a sport jacket, with a little pocket square and, you know, the sleeves ripped off. Cause 
totally kidding. Anyway, <laughs> no, man, I, I love what you're doing. And, and I hear you because I don't, I, one of the reasons why I kind of got away from that whole thing was I felt like it was a cartoon character that people are starting to call me alpha male. I'm like, yeah. man, I'm, I'm the Dungeons and Dragons playing video <laughs> game addict, like nerdy guy who learned how to do all this other stuff that make people think that I'm like, you know, uh, whatever, you know, a strong, <laughs> confident guy, you know, I had to work for all that. And, uh, you know, I wasn't the captain of the football team and, or, and like, you know, dated all the cheerleaders and just everybody bowed down at my feet. That was not my reality at all. Uh, so I love your message, man. And, and I love your advice and, um, yeah, let, you know what, let's get into it because a lot of this podcast is talking about heavy stuff like, you know, your identity and overcoming adversity and, you know, success. So, so let's lighten it up and talk about shoes. What do yeah, you say, Ted? <laughs> shoes and belts and pocket squares. There yeah. Um, I think let, let's start by hearing your breakdown of why should a guy listening right now even care about style and grooming? The, the, the main reason, this is a great question, Ted. What I tell people is that the reason why you really should pay attention to your presentation is because everything in our life, in our world, is branded. We are our own personal brand. And our grooming, our style, the clothing choices that we make, this is the packaging. You know, and this is something in, in today's world, it's so incredibly competitive, whether or not you're competing for a job, for a girl, for a guy, for, you know, for that, that client, you're competing and people are attracted to other people, that image. We talk a lot about image on my channel and it's that nonverbal communicating that you're doing in the first 10 seconds upon meeting somebody. If that message is good, then you don't have to work as hard as somebody who hasn't paid attention. And so it's, Unfortunately, it's not a conscious decision. People just form it subconsciously, and you can't risk not paying attention. It's that important. Your financial relationship life depends on it. Now, I know that that sounds a little bit like <laughs> extremist, but it's not too far off. You know, once you get to know somebody or you've grown up with them, you know, it might not be as important, but, you know, it's all about feeling good about yourself and confidence and just exuding this, this presence that people are attracted to. And so that's why I would say you need to uh, definitely pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a, it's not, it doesn't sound extreme at all to me, man. We're all trying to stand out from the noise. And, uh, you know, you mentioned competition and it's like, there's so many people doing the same thing, kind of not really standing out from all the other people. And, uh, I, th I really believe in that we need to take care of our bodies. We need to exercise. But I'll tell you, Aaron, I believe that, man, if there's one thing you can do after you all, I think what I'm getting at is I think the way you groom yourself and your style is more important than having a washboard set of abs. You know, it's that important. Um, Absolutely. So, so let's talk about some basics when it comes to like, let's start with grooming because I think that's something that guys, uh, you know, they're maybe not, maybe don't get. And that's evidenced by all the, the nose and ear hair, uh, that you see sometimes. Sure. Sure. 
Um, so yeah, grooming, it, it's something where, you know, well-groomed, when people hear that term, well-groomed, you know, it means different things to different people. And what I consider well-groomed for me is different than what you, Ted, and your audience and everybody out there considers well-groomed for them. Um, it really boils down to developing a grooming regimen. What are you doing? What are you managing? What are you maintaining? And executing that, whether or not it's on a weekly basis, a, a you know, bi-weekly basis, you need to determine what that regimen is going to look like for you, and then you need to execute. Things that, here's the other beautiful thing. It used to be, I'd say, 10 years years ago, there was that name, metrosexual, or that word, metrosexual. You're metrosexual if you paid attention to grooming, if you paid attention to style. Well, you don't hear that word anymore. It's becoming so just just expected and part of the norm that it's okay. And we aren't pointing out the fact that somebody is well-groomed, it's accepted and it's embraced. Um, you know, some tips for the guys listening out there, some simple things is don't go too long in between haircuts. Um, you know, that's one of the things when your hair starts to grow a little bit too long, it looks a little bit sloppy. When the neck hair gets a little bit grown out, it, it can look a little bit disheveled. Go in for regular haircuts. You know, nose hair, you betcha, that should not even have to be discussed. You should know that if you <laughs> You can see your nose hair, look it in the mirror, then it definitely needs to be addressed. Ear hair, eyebrows, you need two of them. Facial hair, we're living in a really cool time in terms of grooming. Um, you know, this whole beard movement that you're seeing and, and guys embracing just the masculinity that that uh, that lives in within their facial follicles um, is pretty cool. And so we have so much flexibility in in terms of what is acceptable, what isn't. You know, if you want to shave your legs as a dude, you know what? You're not going to be called something necessarily like you would have been 10 years ago. You won't be made fun of. Um, and so, you know, with chest hair, you know, if it's coming out of your shirt and it's super long, you don't need to shave it, but you can take the length and the bulk down just so that it's a bit more managed. Um, pubic hair, come on now. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I joke that, you know, if somebody wants to, you know, you want to hook up with somebody and they go down on, down on you and, and it looks like a troll doll in a headlock, this is definitely not a good starting point. But oh, a troll doll in a headlock. In a headlock, yeah. Just, yeah. just taking care of yourself, man. Just just uh, develop that regimen. Figure it out and develop it and then execute. Yeah, and uh, all solid advice for sure. And, you know, it's it's... I love talking about this stuff because sometimes you, we get too in the psychology, too into maybe the health and fitness, which are all important, but man, um, you know, this, this is what we communicate to people so quickly, uh, and, and poor grooming. I, we all like to, I think there's this vibe, this idea in, in, uh, at least U S in the U S in, in American society, like, Oh, let's not be judgmental about people. Let's accept people. And what that really means is like, Hey, I accept that you're a sloppy like person with the <laughs> nose hair. I accept you. I mean, I don't want to date you. I probably don't really want to, you know, hang out with you too much either, but Hey, I'm, I'm tolerant of you and I accept you. But there's this always this underlying, uh, you know, this underlying, 
I hesitate to call it judgment, but I don't know what else to call it. We're forming impressions all the time. And this stuff, it's got to be, uh, you know, biologically wired to some extent. Um, what, what else do you, what else do you have to say about like, you know, forming that impression, uh, it's all of the nonverbal communicating that you're doing. That that first impression, like we were talking about, it's so important. Um, you know, eye contact, handshake, posture, the way you smell. You know, it's all this this these these nonverbal communicating thing um, aspects that you're doing that people are picking up on and reading. Um, but you're absolutely right. People, it doesn't matter how politically correct as a society we are. It doesn't matter how accepting people are. The fact is, is that within 10 seconds somebody is judging you. And it, you know, is it is it fair if they don't like if they have a preconceived notion that they generally don't like a specific race of people or skin color? You know, there there's nothing you can do about it. You've just got to make sure that you're doing the best job you can and overcome those you know, those preconceived notions, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Where the heck am I going with this? How'd I get into race, Ted? Um, <laughs> it's important. Yeah. No, I mean, just, it's, it's not fair. Sure. Is it fair? No. Is it a reality? Absolutely. And so you can't afford not to pay attention and put your best foot forward and, and most well-groomed self forward as well. Yeah. And you know what, what you were saying before, I, I live in Miami beach, so there's like all different types of people everywhere for, uh, here. You know, there's, uh, uh, just a lot of, a big Hispanic population and yeah. And what I think what you were saying is that like, there will be some people who are only attracted to, to certain types of people, like, like some of the Latin girls here, they only want Latin guys and that's because they're in, in their culture. But what I think you were meaning is that we, we definitely are innately attracted, uh, for whatever reason, maybe part of it's biological, maybe part of it's cultural and we're just innately attracted to other people for certain reasons and with grooming and with like style, it's like just something that, you know, if it doesn't attract people just by itself, it's a way to like, uh, man, make people not, uh, make people like, Oh man, what's way not re- not repel you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you don't repel people right off the bat, uh, so that you have an opportunity to uh, show who you are as a person. But uh, I would even argue to say that once you get this grooming and, and style down, it's an extension of your personality. Absolutely. Can Absolutely. you talk about that? Yeah, and that's one of the the cool things about clothing and style. Um, I never talk about fashion. Fashion is something I don't do. I, I talk a lot about style, and and it's it's amazing. But you like as as a as a person, like you may not have the six pack abs like you were talking about. But clothing is amazing in the psychological ways that it can make you look. It's almost like it's it's like style smoke and mirrors. Um, you know, clothing has an ability to transform, you know, your 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 presence and and your people's perception of you. Um, you know, and the other beautiful thing is that it is it's personal preference. Um, you know, what I like, what you like, it it 
all it's all okay. There is no right or wrong. Style is totally subjective. And you can choose to wear something that somebody else would never be caught dead in, but it's okay. As long as you own it, you feel great wearing it, and you feel that it, you know, it looks good on you. Um, but the number one thing that people need to pay attention to, regardless of the style of clothing that you're wearing, is going to be the fit. That is the number one thing that people and guys specifically do wrong. They wear clothes that are too big for them. Um, you know, this is everything from, from pants to slacks to jeans to shirts to sport coats to suits. Wearing clothing that fits can make you look taller, leaner, more muscular, more statuesque, more attractive. Um, it's really amazing what, what clothing can do. Yeah. And, uh, man, I, I, I love what you said there. Can you talk a little bit more like how, because uh, I think there's probably at least one guy out there listening who thinks he wears clothes that fit because, hey, he can put on his shirt, right? It, it <laughs> you know, it, it does fit. It comes over him. Can you talk a little bit about like, you know, let's say, let's start with t-shirts and, and say jeans. Um, you know, there's all different styles. Uh, of uh, cuts and everything, but what should we look for? Or can you give us some guidelines to make sure we're wearing clothes that fit us best? Yeah, pretty much think of it like this. You're trying to create lines, a nice clean line from your from your neck down to your feet. Anything that breaks up that visual streamline needs to be eliminated. So if you're wearing clothes, a shirt, and when you tuck it in, if it's big and baggy and billowing around the waist, you need to eliminate that. We're trying to create a nice clean line and look. And so, you know, so so Pleats are another one of those things on pants where, you know what, get rid of the pleats. It just, it absolutely adds nothing and it breaks that clean line that you're trying to create. Um, one of the cool things about jean shopping and going in and, and, and finding a great pair of jeans, first off, jeans are probably the most versatile pant that you own, everybody owns right now. Um, but finding the, the cut that works best for you is, is definitely something that a lot of guys do struggle with. But the beautiful thing about these these retailers like The Gap or Banana Republic um, or even department stores, Levi's. I mean, you, they have probably 12 different fits of Levi's, 12 different cuts. Going in and trying something. If you look at the, the, the label or if you look at the display, they always say how it fits. If it's low on the waist, if it's thin through the leg, you try one. You know, get a sales associate. If you don't know what you're looking for and if you don't know if something looks good on you, grab a sales associate and ask them or find a friend who you feel dresses well and asks for ask what I call a style spot. Take them with you and style say, hey, spot. you know, I'm like a style spotter. Exactly. Yeah. Just like fitness, everybody needs a spotter. And sometimes, you know, in shopping, especially if you're you're just getting into it, ask your friends, ask your family members um, or somebody that you feel is pretty stylish. But yeah, it's, it's unfortunately, there is no, you know, do this, don't do that. It, it is, and it does take some trial and error, trial by style, just because we are built differently. Um, but if you're generally, what I tell people is if you're wearing a classic cut 
button-up shirt, try the slim fit. Always try the next size down. Does it fit or is it too tight? Does it look like you're about ready to bust out of those buttons? Or is it just a little bit snug and your clothes should feel like they're giving you a little bit of a hug? They just shouldn't feel like a a straight jacket or something that is constricting. Try to size down. This goes for suits. This goes for pants. This goes for shirts and even t-shirts. If you're normally a 42 regular jacket, try the 40. A lot of times what you're going to find is that smaller size is going to fit great and it's going to actually reduce the amount of tailoring that that garment is going to find or going to require. The other piece of advice I would give you is find a tailor. Find somebody that can help you craft because most here's the thing. When they make clothing, it is by a template. Okay, but unfortunately there is not we are not templates. Our bodies are all unique. They're all different. They're all different proportions. And so when we go and we buy say a medium or a large, you put it on, well, chances are there are some areas or aspects of that shirt or pants that could be modified to help you look better. And so finding a tailor and getting simple modifications done is a great way to add and elevate the look of the clothing that you're wearing, as well as make you look just incredible because your clothing fits you so much better than everybody else who's just buying off the rack. Yeah. Wow. That is, that is great information. So fit is the most important part of your style of, of your clothes. And, uh, you can take real quick, Ted, you can take a guy who's wearing a $2,000 suit that isn't tailored properly and that is a little bit big on them. You take somebody who bought a $120 suit and it fits them well, that guy looks better than the guy in the $2,000 suit. So understanding and knowing how clothing should fit is, is key. You don't need to spend a lot of money to look great. And that's another takeaway from this. Knowing where, knowing how, knowing when to shop is also an important aspect of, of finding that individual style and helping you look amazing. Cool, man. No, this is great information. I'm actually learning a lot myself, and I, I get my jeans, uh, you know, taken up at the, the the bottom, you know, hemmed, and I'm already thinking like, what do I need to take to her to to fix to get a little bit better fitted to make me look my best? So, fit trumps everything, even a two thousand dollar suit. Uh, size down and find a tailor who can really get things fitting exactly uh, to your unique body type. Yeah, this is great stuff. Um, let's talk about shoes, man. And what what do you recommend as far as shoes? And let me start out by saying I used to be like the guy who I've had a weird... I, I'm in Miami Beach. Style is a little weird here. People put uh, a lot of attention to it, but it tends to come out in strange ways, uh, usually to either uh, get more attention or, you know, but I used to be the guy who had like a lot of, uh, uh, actually, I went the other direction. I had black shoes. I, I used to wear a lot of black because I thought it was very safe. Um, what do you recommend in terms of shoes? Let's talk about sneakers first, then then dress shoes, but to to wear something that stands out, but is not overdoing it. Let's start with sneakers first. 
Yeah, sneakers, here's the thing. If you are, there are two different types or classifications of sneakers in my mind. There are ones that you at, that are athletic, that you wear when you go running, where you go, where you go to the gym, when you're doing something active. But then there's this other sort of subset that I call fashion sneakers. They're still a sneaker. They're still going to operate as a functional, casual shoe that you can wear with jeans, you can wear with shorts, you can wear with your chinos, but they're a little bit cooler. <laughs> there may be like a great retro, like a Chuck Taylor, simple, classic styles that are going to not have too much going on. Um, that would be my recommendation. Now, there's a whole subset, a different community of guys that are really into the, the big, bold, you know, Nikes and Jordans and all that. But I'm saying for the average dude like me, like you, like your audience, chances are they're going to look great in a pair of Chuck Taylors or a great pair of Pumas or, or some type of even ASIC Tigers, some nice low profile, not too big, not too bulky, something that looks great with shorts and that you can wear with, without socks. Um, just something, something not too busy, not too ornate. So what I heard in there too is, uh, don't wear your, your Nike airs with, uh, jeans and think you're looking cool. Really, really get a pair of these, uh, fashion sneakers. Let me preface it by saying this, that I've seen some guys wearing their Air Jordans with their jeans and it does look super cool. And so once again, with style, it's all over the board and does boil down to personal preference. But yes, as a general rule, I would say there's workout sneakers and then there's play I want to look good fashion sneakers. Yeah. And, and for the guys who are wearing $500 pair of Jordans, uh, yeah, I don't think, uh, right there. <laughs> that's, that's for the, the next interview where it's, uh, taking your style to the next level. Exactly. There Those you guys go. already know what they're doing. Yeah. Me personally, I got a couple pair of John Varvatos, uh, Converse. That's what I, that's like my exactly. go-to. I feel that's like that's exactly what I'm talking about. They're stylized, they're simple, they're classic, but they're a little bit edgy. Yeah, and I tried some of the other ones, and they didn't, you know, I just didn't feel like it was me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd love to, let's talk about that in a bit, but now let's talk about uh, dress shoes first. Uh, I'm a big boot fan over shoes, um, but what do you, what do you recommend for guys? Um, and, you know, I would love to hear maybe, obviously black shoes work, right? But black maybe shoes some, work. But brown shoes are, are going to add a richness and a depth to an outfit that black just doesn't. Um, you know, it used to be that, you know, yeah, guys wear black shoes because black matches with everything. It's, it's, it's foolproof. You can't screw it up with black. But getting a great pair of brown shoes and combining it with navy or gray, charcoal gray, looks incredible. And like we said, it just adds a whole nother dimension. You know, most guys are going to wear black shoes with gray. They're going to wear black shoes with, with navy. But if you see somebody and you notice like, wow, they will really look great. What's different? Chances are they're wearing brown shoes because it breaks it up. It softens the look and it just gives this whole nother depth to an outfit that, that black just can't. Now, there's nothing wrong with a great pair of black shoes and they look they look incredible. Pair it with a nice pair of black slacks or gray slacks. You can look, you know, like like uh, George Clooney in Ocean's Eleven. But it's, um, you know, yeah. So I think brown, if you're not currently wearing brown, experiment and take that risk. It's a calculated style risk. Um, but one thing I will tell you, 
and something that a lot of guys do that just drives me nuts is if they find a shoe they like in black, they'll buy the same shoe in brown. It's like, wow. And as a guy, guy logic, this makes total sense, right? You're like, hey, if it works in this, why not just get this? I'm done. Boom. I'm on to the next. I would say that you definitely need to have your black and your brown shoes be different styles. Maybe your black is a slip-on. Go with the lace-up with brown. Change it up. Um, have different options. And uh, yeah, shoes are amazing. You can have a an average outfit pair with a great pair of shoes and it just takes it to a whole nother level and it turns it into a great outfit. Um, but on the flip side, if you're wearing a great outfit and you put the wrong shoes with it or just ugly, dated, big, bulky, square-toed shoes, you're going to basically, you've got the style opportunity that you just totally swung and messed on. And so... Yeah, so the shoes are really important. Um, which, and you were saying it, it's kind of like, okay, it, it, I get the impression like those are the most important things. I mean, I hear women say that. I've heard guys say that. I also know a friend of mine, uh, you know, he works in clubs and he's like, listen, make sure your jeans and your shirt are tight because nobody can see your shoes in the club. Um, can you talk a little bit about it? What is there a priority in, in terms of fashion or a hierarchy of, of importance, if you will, when it comes to uh, your, your outfit? Ooh, I would say, see, okay, so in a club, it's a different scenario. If you're in a dive bar, you don't want to wear your nicest shoes because they're going to get pee, they're going to get urine, they're going to get beer, they're going to get crap spilled all over them, Man, right? What, you what bar are you hanging out exactly. at? Exactly. <laughs> I'm still thinking about college. That's how long it's been since I've gone out to bars. Um, and so, you know, I would say that um, it really... It's, it's the whole, it's the collective. It's, it, there isn't a hierarchy, I would say. Um, you know, when you see somebody, when you see a guy and he's put together well, and when he just, you look at him, you're like, damn, he looks great. You can't necessarily pick out one specific thing or two things that he's doing well. It's all of the pieces working well together in unison. And that's really what I think as men, when we dress, we need to dress with purpose and really pay attention to each of the pieces. You have great jeans on, you got great shirt on, you got maybe like a hat or something like that. You look great. But then if you have some worn out belt and some jacked up shoes, well, it, it all falls apart. It's got to flow. You've got to dress with purpose. Yeah, I like that. It's a holistic approach. So you, you just have to make sure that all the pieces of your outfit are fitting together and flowing together and you're good. I like that, man. And uh, I love this conversation because it's, again, it's something that everyone can get handled. And uh, I'd like to talk a little bit more about that because you alluded to something earlier that I thought was really important. You don't have to spend a ton of money. And for the guys who are maybe tight on a budget, how would, where would you recommend him to go and shop for, or how to shop yep. uh, to get, to put himself the best, put himself together the best he can? Well, here's, here's the thing. There are some great stores out there that, that are not going to break the bank. Um, you know, something as simple as jeans. You can go to the Gap and find a pair of $59 jeans that are going to look great. They're going to be time, timeless. You're not going to have to worry about like some of the older jeans that you 
that you saw guys wearing with all the bling on the butt pockets. You know, they're, they're going to be simple. They're going to be classic. Levi's, another great option. And they are stylish. They are not too over the top in terms of distressing. The price is right at around $50 as opposed to going and finding your true religion jeans and your your diesel jeans and all of these super high-end denim jeans. You just don't have to do that. Going to places like The Gap, every store you go into has sales, has deals. Shopping online is another great way to get deals on clothing. Guilt.com, right? What's that? Guilt, Guilt. Yeah, Guilt, Jack Threads. Also, signing up for these, if you find like a brand, if you're like, yo, I love Banana Republic. I love The Gap. And here's the other thing about men as opposed to women. We don't have so, such a difficult time. There aren't as many options. If you go to your local mall, you know, chances are you're going to have the same five stores as a guy that you can shop in. And two of them are going to be too young for most of us to shop in. You know, you've got a department store like a Macy's, depending on the, the store, it might, or the mall or the level of mall, it might be, you know, Nordstrom's. But Macy's is a great option for guys that are on a budget because they have different price points. It's not like a Nordstrom's or a Neiman's or a Bloomingdale's where you go in and you know that you're not walking out of there without spending a few hundred dollars. You can go in there, you can find things on the discount racks and that's another great thing. Right now with the seasons getting ready to change, well I don't know about in Miami but everywhere else, seasons are getting ready to change and they they start liquidating essentially all of their their summer stuff and so knowing when to go and shop signing up for email lists from your favorite store if you know you love gap jeans sign up for their email list because they're going to send you discounts and coupons i never pay full retail price because there's so many great deals to be had out there yeah that's uh that's a great piece of advice yeah, so you don't need to spend a lot of money. There's stores that you can go to and get the basics and get your basics handled. Uh, even even as as uh, JC Penny, just as an example, you could if you gave me a hundred dollars and a guy, and you gave me a JC Penny, I could outfit him and create like five different looks, you know, because they they're paying attention. They realize that they do need to appeal to a more fashion forward, um, a more modern fit community and, and type of guy. And so it doesn't matter your budget. If you've got $50, you got $500. You can find great options. You just need to be prepared to look a little bit. Even the discount stores like Marshall's, TJ Maxx, um, these stores are incredible. They get great deals of some great designer stuff, but the downside is if you find a shirt you like and it's in a medium, you try it on, it's too small or too big, chances are you're not going to be able to find another size. And so you've got to be in the, the hunting, gathering mood in order to really utilize places like JCPenney's, or not JCPenney's, but TJ Maxx and, and Marshall's. But yeah, even Nordstrom Rack, another one. <laughs> Great store. You can go in there and find $400 shoes for $150. These great designer brands, but they discount them. And so you just got to pay attention, look for the deals, know where to shop, and don't be afraid to uh, look around. Yeah. And I know this might be a little bit hard for you listening to maybe picture. Uh, make sure you check out Aaron's website's 
Uh, I am alphaM.com and AaronMarino.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-M-A-R-I-N-O.com. Uh, definitely check them out. He's got a, a bunch of great videos and he does style makeovers and check them out on YouTube. Great stuff. And uh, Aaron, now let's let's talk a little bit about like maybe some higher end options for the guys because I know there's some some ballers listening to the show because I've spoke with them on the phone. Um, and uh, I, I'll tell you, man, I'm like a John Varvatos guy. I used to be like diesel, but I find like the washes are just too much for me. It, it feels like I'm trying to be 22 years old and I'm 38. But John Varvatos, man, I, I'd have to say like 75% of my wardrobe is from there. Um, <laughs> yeah. What can you, and, and by the way, I've gotten most of that stuff on sale. Like you said, Aaron, when uh, that sale comes around, it, it's just, you can get great deals and on eBay too. Um, but what would you say uh, for a guy who's looking, you know, he's got some money to spend and he's looking to get an edge over uh, the other guys who are just kind of maybe not wearing clothes that are that stylish or make him stand out. So what would you say to him to, to step up his style game if he had a little bit of money to spend? I would say go and check out the higher-end department stores. Um, I am a big fan of department stores like the Nordstrom's, the Bloomingdale's, because they're going to have sort of these niche brands like your Varvatos. Um, they're going to have just a, a much better selection of the niche brands as opposed to going into just like the John Bravado store. Go and explore and see what's out there. There are some incredible designers that you've never heard of. Grab a sales associate and, and have them take you through and show you the various options. Um, like I said, I love Bloomingdale's. I think Bloomingdale's is incredible. The best shoe selection, however, has to go to Nordstrom's. Um, they've got the best shoes, hands down. Um, you want to check out an incredible pair of shoes that are really comfortable, but they're going to set you back around $650, $700. Santoni makes an excellent shoe that is crazy comfortable. Um, if you want to do something a little bit different, than say you know your Ferragamos or or you know the the you know the standard shoes sure. that you're going to see most often in the clubs at Miami Beach. Um, but yeah, check out the department stores. You know, Lord and Taylor. Um, you know, Neiman Marcus. All these places are just incredible. Yeah, let me ask you something. Since you brought up Ferragamos, I was I was curious. I, I train all these very affluent people here in Miami beach and I was yep. in uh, one of my client's houses and I was just curious. I asked him about style, how he thought about people and what they wore. And he was very forward about what he thought. He's like, yeah, I, I size people up based on their shoes, the watch they wear, yep. but even more so their body language, how they interact with him, the eye contact, that type of thing. But then I was like, all right, well show me, you know, show me what you, what you would recommend to me. And he brought me in. It was like the standard, he showed me like the standard Miami beach, rich guy, uh, uh, outfit, which was, uh, and I love my client, but yep. it's like these boot blue suede Ferragamo, uh, moccasins or slippers, yep. uh, no socks, white seven jeans and like a Lacoste polo shirt. And 
Aaron, man, that is not me at all, dude. I could not that's wear not that. Well, that's not most people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would wear that. And I feel like, man, I'm about to get my ass kicked and I probably deserve it. <laughs> and no disrespect to him because I think he he's like that guy. He pulls it off. Um, for how do we so my question is how do we find our style uh, besides hiring someone like you and if you're thinking about if you really want to take your uh your, your style up to the next level reach out to Aaron and hire him if you want to take your fitness to the next level you hire an expert if you want to take your golf uh, game to the next level you hire an expert tennis etc style is no different go for an expert I love what you do Aaron and uh uh, yeah. So what, what do you have to say about that? In terms of what was the question? I'm sorry, man. It was that, <laughs> it's like, wait a second. There was a question. Yeah. That was the coffee yeah. that, that I had beforehand. We both had, I saw you were having some coffee. You were like, I'm going to go grab a coffee. I was so, like, exactly. no, I'm going to have a half a yeah. cup. <laughs> and so the brain's a, a little uh, uh, on fast forward a little bit. So, no, the question is, you know, I told you about my client. I told you about his style and, uh, for and and like I said, that wasn't me, and I couldn't wear that and feel comfortable. Not because I was outside of my comfort zone, but which I would have been. But I just, it's like it, this is not me at all. This is not the image I want to portray. Um, so the question is, how do we find the right image uh, for ourselves? Yeah, and and a lot of times what we do as a society and as a culture is we look to our peer group, we look to our friends, we look to the people that we view as successful, and that's a lot of times what we model our own style and our own you know brand around. Um, but you know there there are other options out there. You know, getting tuned in, plugged into some of these 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 blogs. Um, there are a lot of great resources online, and really it's about just just looking at things and feeling it out. Another great tip I would give guys because conceptualizing outfits and how things, you know, you might go into a store, see a shirt and be like, wow, that's a great shirt. You buy it, you get it home and you're like, how the hell do I wear this? Dude, or what do I combine that it? is me, right? Aaron. That exactly. is, you Well, know. here's a little pro tip that, you know, look at mannequins. When you go into a store, look at the mannequins that are dressed. There are people that are paid big bucks to go around and dress these mannequins in the specific clothing and, and combine the outfits. And so pay attention just to get some ideas. You can also do reverse Google image searches. Um, you know, there is this guy that would email me. He's like, hey, I got red pants. I don't know what to wear my red pants with. You know, Google men's red pant outfits. Hit search the images for Google. You're going to have a zillion cool looks that now it's like, oh, wait a second. I've got a white button-down shirt. I'll throw on my Chuck Taylors. I'll put it with this. I'll put it with that. So utilizing technology. Um, also, there are a lot of great Instagram accounts out there, men's style, men's fashion, that are really big. And they are always posting really cool things. And so it's a great way for you to sort of explore from a distance without actually having to commit. You see what you like, then it's about implementation and experimentation. Yeah, no, great advice, man. And uh, and just for anyone who's listening and you're like, man, it sounds like a lot of work. It is totally worth it. I get compliment, even though I'm not, 
I wouldn't say like I'm a person who really has their style handled yet. I always get complimented because I've found a few things that I do that work well, that work well for me in particular. And I get compliments from women all the time, uh, you know, compliments from other guys. And I'm not like the best dressed guy, but uh, I do well enough because I've researched enough. And funny you said about the modeling uh, other people, because one of the people that I feel like I kind of look like is uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, we both have an athletic build, thinning hair, and both practice martial arts. So I was like, you know, he has a very basic style, but he dresses cool. And uh, I did that. I, I searched for Jason Statham style, and you know, I can't pull off the Ryan Gosling look. I don't right. feel, but Jason Statham. Yeah. And, uh, so, so <laughs> exactly. You just reminded me of that, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, look to your celebrities. I mean, you, these celebrities, they're not just, you know, they are not born with great style sense. They've got stylists. They've got people that tell them, Hey Jason, wear this, but it'll give you a good idea of what's out there and some, a style that you can identify with. And, um, and, and yeah, and have fun. That's the other thing that guys need to, need to really remember is that it's, it's clothes, man. It's style. It should be fun. If you are not digging what you're wearing, if you're not liking the, the outfit that you're, that you're wearing and why wear it? You know, there's too many great options out there. And so sometimes it, it takes you actually taking a hard look and cleaning out your wardrobe. That's another tip that I will, uh, that I can't leave your, your podcast without talking about is cleaning out your wardrobe. Once a season, I would say, or okay, twice a year, go through, if you haven't worn something in, in 12 months, it's time to get rid of it. Get it out of your closet, get it out of your wardrobe because you can't effectively and efficiently operate your wardrobe if you've got a bunch of extraneous crap that doesn't fit that you don't wear. But as men, once again, we sort of just, we, we develop these emotional attachments yeah. to things. Hoard. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, wait a second. I wore that shirt the first time I kissed Susie Jane on the play. And, and have you worn it? Well, no. Does it fit? Well, no, it's got holes and it's stained and it looks like crap. Why do you still have it in there? Well, that's a good point. Only have clothing in your wardrobe that you will wear and that you like. Yeah. And uh, could you recommend like the perfect minimalist wardrobe? <laughs> I'm not a minimalist. Uh, <laughs> neither am I, I, dude. Okay so, okay, so here we go. Let's run it down. Let's start at the feet. All right. You need a great pair of casual summer shoes, whether or not it's flip-flops, whether or not it's boat shoes, whether or not it is driving mocks. Okay. Now this is probably going to go a little bit left of minimal, but bear with me. Then you need a casual pair of fashion sneakers. Um, then you're going to need a pair of dress shoes, black and brown. And I would say that no wardrobe is complete for a dude without a great pair of boots. Boots rock. They make you look cool. They bring out our inner bad boy, regardless of the outfit that we're wearing. All right. So that's shoes covered. Casual pants. You need two pairs of jeans, a pair of dark wash, non-distressed denim, and a more casual, maybe a little bit of distressing, a little bit lighter more casual pair of jeans as well. I would say every guy needs at least 
three pairs of slacks or dress pants because you never know when you're going to need them. I would say a pair of charcoal gray, navy, possibly black. Um, khaki pants, I don't think they are necessarily an essential, but a great pair of casual cotton pants like a chino will absolutely serve you well. It's a little bit dressier than a jean, but not as dressy as those slacks. Shirts, every guy needs a black, a white, a gray t-shirt. Whether or not you go crew neck or v-neck, it's up to you. Um, I would also say that uh, as far as shirts are concerned, summer shirts, um, using something like, or wearing something like a button-up, a short sleeve button-up in the summer, plain white is a great option because it wears and pairs well with everything. Um, Also, that white button-up dress shirt, you can't go wrong with that, or a medium blue dress shirt. As far as suits are concerned, every guy needs at least one charcoal gray suit. It works with weddings. It works with funerals. You want to go two suits? You want another versatile suit? Go navy blue. Um, how's that for... Oh, Dude. And, and one more thing. For a minimalist, well, kind of minimalist, um, you need a leather jacket. Every dude needs a lightweight leather jacket that fits great and looks incredible. Wow. That was impressive, Aaron. You, uh, you definitely know your stuff. That could have been like the whole podcast right there. Uh, thank you so much for that. And, uh, I do have one more question. That was powerful, dude. That really was. And I don't know why I keep saying dude, but you bring that out of me, Aaron. I don't know. Or maybe it's the coffee or a little bit of both, but, uh, I want to hear a story of someone you worked with that not only had a style transformation, but maybe a personal transformation. And then we'll, we'll wrap things up, man. It's, it's funny. I do this, this thing. It's called the Alpha M Project. And uh, basically, it was an idea that I had. I was contacted by a guy. His name was Billy um, last year. And Billy was about probably close to 400 pounds. And he... He said to me, he sent me an email, and I get a ton of emails. And he said, "Hey, I was wondering how much it would you would charge me to take you sh- to take me shopping. Um, you know, I know that I'm a big guy. I'm working on it, but I just hate everything that I own, and I don't know what to wear and how to how to shop. And my confidence is at an all time low. And so I said, you know what, Billy? How much money do you have to spend? He goes three hundred dollars. I go, all right. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to grab my camera guy. If you let me film it, I'll take you shopping for free, and we'll find you some great outfits for three hundred dollars and so he agreed and that was the start of something that i called the alpha m project um there's a point in every session that i work with a client where we're we're shopping all day we're going to get his haircut we're doing all this and a lot of guys that i work with are coming out of something maybe a it's a relationship that's ended, their wife was shopping for them their whole time, or they're just not feeling great about themselves. But there's a point at which you turn them around after you've done everything we were going to do, put them in a great outfit that fits them incredibly, and they look at themselves in the mirror and they see it and they smile. And it gives me goosebumps every time it happens and it gives me goosebumps talking about it. It's this transformation that occurs because you're cha- it's almost confidence is changing from the outside in. We take care of the outside 
and it transcends feeling better about yourself. And ultimately, it's all about confidence. Real quick, Alpha M Project. Now what I do is once a year, I have a contest to give away five makeovers where they're totally free of charge to the client, but I have guys submit an audition video asking why they need a makeover. And then my audience gets to vote. And this last year was an incredible season. It was the first, like, or the second season. But I flew five incredible guys in, and we took them shopping. We got their grooming taken care of. And it's really amazing to see them when they get there and what happens just in a span of, of 48 hours when they leave. It's confidence. And it's not just one guy that I've worked with. It's all the guys that I worked with. And so it's, uh, it's really powerful and something that I really enjoy doing. Man, that is awesome. And I love that. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I'm usually preaching kind of the opposite where you got to focus on your sleep, your nutrition, uh, your exercise. But I love, I love what you said, man. And, you know, it kind of made me, although I, I totally respect style and, and respect the power of changing from outside in, it, you gave me a new appreciation for it. So if you're listening to this and you're looking, maybe you're you're listening to me and you're like, Ted, nah, sleep, nutrition, I just don't feel good <laughs> about myself. I'm not doing any of that stuff you talk about all the time. Maybe try this. Maybe try Try getting on IamAlphaM's.com, get on there, watch some of the videos, start experimenting th with things, uh, watch the makeovers. I haven't seen the one with Billy. I'm going to check that out, Aaron. But, uh, you know, see what Aaron does with people, even hire Aaron and see what it does for you. See if it gets you to handle all those other areas of your life that are lagging behind. Maybe you can cause that change from the outside in. Aaron, that, that was really powerful, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I was moved by that when you told that story. It's su super cool. It's awesome. And that's, that's the whole thing, Ted. The reason I do what I do and the reason you do what you do is because we want to help people feel great about themselves, regardless of how it happens, regardless of, you know, the process they take in order to get there. But at the end of the day, you know, it's about helping guys just feel better about themselves. There's so much negativity out there in the world that, you know, sending a positive message and helping guys feel confident about themselves. I think as, as men, you know, we've lost our way a little bit and, and our identity as a man has sort of been challenged and questioned by, you know, society and, and everything that's going on. And I'm not trying to get too preachy, but, you know, it, it really does just boil down to, you know, feeling good about yourself and having that confidence and that unwavering belief in yourself. And so I do agree with you. It's a, it's a holistic approach of, you know, you really need to take care of the entire body, both, you know, style, it's important, but so is taking care of yourself, exercising, eating right, getting enough sleep, taking whatever you're going to take. And, um, you know, ultimately it's, it's, uh, it's going to help you feel better about yourself and there's nothing better out there. Yeah. Powerful words. Aaron Marino, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I know we're going to connect again. I would love to have you back. And we'll get even deeper into style, masculinity, the state of men today. Uh, but for now, that's, that's a wrap. Thank you.